to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy NFL Draft Day to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Nate, what are you looking forward to most for the draft tonight? The Colts have a pretty good pick. The Colts don't have a first-round pick, Bach. No, you don't get to watch it. You don't really care. No, they traded for Carson Wentz. Mm. Safe to say that didn't really work out. Well, overall, though, the the whole package, if you get one year Carson Wentz and one year Matt Ryan, do you think it's a good deal? Because you only traded the third round for Matt Ryan, right? Yeah, but I wish we would have just waited a year, thrown Sam Ellinger out there, <laughs> win three games, and yeah, then yeah, get, yeah. Uh, get a better Thibodeau with the their first round pick or whatever yeah. it may be. Uh, seriously, the storyline. I know I make fun of him, Kenny Pickett, and I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I'm interested to see the first quarterback taken because oh, it, yeah. it, it looks like it's going to be Kenny Pickett, but I've seen some teams that are pretty interested in Malik Willis. Matt Corral's name has been thrown out there. He beat up a kid in high school, so I don't know. <laughs> Might have to question his character a little bit. I wouldn't question but, uh, his character. <laughs> he played, hey, he played in the bowl game and got hurt. That's what hurt his draft stock. That actually, I, I do respect that. I do respect that. But <laughs> I, I think the question is, is a team going to reach for a quarterback? Because I wouldn't say – any of these quarterbacks is worth taking in the top five, ten, maybe even the first round. I, I, they'll obviously be diamonds in the rough, like a Sam Howell, I think. But, I mean, it, we, we've seen it in years past, especially how great the quarterback classes have been recently. I just don't think this is one of them. And I, I could be very wrong. I mean, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Crowell. I mean, these are names that – guys that could be productive in the NFL, but – when you look at the years past, I don't think there's any guys like a Josh Allen. I don't think there's any Joe Burrows in this draft class, and I, I think most people would probably agree with me. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Um, I don't think we really know who's going to be the number one overall pick yet. Yeah, that's which is exciting. the first time in a while. Um, up in I, mean, I would say the last what five years, we kind of had an idea of who the first overall pick was going to be. This year's kind of interesting, so I, I think it'll be a deep draft, too, because there's not really any consensus go-to guys towards the top, but it'll be fun. I, I love the NFL draft. I'm more of a day three NFL draft guy, though. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. No, because it's a Saturday. It gives you an excuse to drink during the day. Yeah. I mean, they just roll through the picks. Cause that, the, the hype behind the pick, like the 15 minutes, like, do we really need yeah. 15 minutes to take the pick? That's and true. We you get, learn about everybody's like sob story after you get picked. I, I don't really care to see that. And then the guy's girlfriend hanging on. Oh, I love those because years <laughs> later you <laughs> can was, look back. Right, it was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's crazy girlfriend, right? crazy girlfriend. His mouth was like like I, wide open. Right. I don't know how she got her mouth that open. I don't know what she was, was going very excited that. about uh, um, about that. She thought she had made it for life, and then uh, she didn't know about C- was it Sierra? Sierra? I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So end up being. Hey, it didn't work girlfriend. out for her. She tried. I hey, a plus for effort. Yeah, but it it should be a fun draft, and uh, I'm looking forward to day three. Yeah, day three is not too bad. I mean, I usually just kind of look, look into the players. I don't think that there's like uh, a take like like a for sure. 
can't miss type of prospect in this draft. When you talk about like who's going to be a game changer in the NFL draft, and, and certainly there will be. I think the there wide will res- be the wide yeah. receiver position is pretty deep. I think you, you probably got some you know all pros there. I think Jordan Davis is going to be pretty good, but he's he's dra- he's falling down a little bit in the draft. I I think maybe the best play in the draft I think might be Kyle Hamilton, but just because his position the safety. I'd agree with you know, that. His combine biggest... wasn't great though, yeah. So that hurts him a little bit. But I, how much stock do you take in the combine? Because we've know. always done this. I, I think it was John Ross, right? Broke the record for 40 time. Was like a third, fourth round guy. Jumped into the first and hasn't really done anything in the NFL. So I'm not a big combine guy. I understand why they do it. I understand why it's necessary. But if Kyle Hamilton dropping late in the first round or mid of the first round just because of his combine, I think that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. And then the other thing, the Raiders don't really have a pick too early, do they? Um, cause it, it's in Vegas. So that will be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and, but I, I'm going to kind of miss the Mike Mayock led <laughs> Raiders cause they'd always draft somebody <laughs> you never saw coming their former GM. They saw like a third round pick in their first right. round. And you're always going, always what? Fun. And Who it doesn't really work out. Cause they did. They took, um, I think it was Kentucky's quarterback to play receiver in the third round. I have a good memory, Buck. Look at that. Uh, also, a couple texts. Nathan Landers Nolly on the move again. Now to Cincinnati. Wow, that's actually a pretty good landing spot for him. Thoughts was Virginia Tech initially? I think he was. Him and uh, Demetrius Davis were both committed to Virginia Tech and both pulled out within the same week. Uh, Landers Nolly. Um, actually, wait. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of some else. Landers Nolly was at Virginia Tech his freshman year. Went to Memphis to play with Penny Hardaway, I believe, for two seasons, and now he's at Cincinnati. That is a pretty good th- uh, pick for him. I did not like Landers Nolly at all. Uh, he was a ball hog. Virginia Tech got substantially better after he left. No brainer there. I'm thinking of who's the receiver that committed to Virginia Tech and then now is at Nebraska. Oh, yeah, yeah. Latrell Neville. Yeah, Latrell, Latrell Neville. Neville yeah. uh, and he was the one with Demetrius Davis. They both committed and then decommitted during the same week. Uh, Corey says, wasn't his girlfriend, it was his wife. I did not know that was his wife. Thank you for that information, Corey. So, yeah, she did think she had him locked up. Well, that's actually fair to assume. Uh, Jory says, I got my Verbo ready for next year's draft. I'm going to Kansas City. Should be a great time. That's awesome, Jory. You that should, is. Uh, take some I was actually in, like, coming back home. I wish I would have like looked into it a little bit more because I was in Vegas last night. I could have just stayed for the draft today. You should have stayed for the draft. Did you do any gambling? Uh, I lost fifteen bucks. Yeah, fifteen bucks. <laughs> well, it was a layover. I was going. To, I was in Los Angeles. I laid over in, in Vegas. So they have them in the airport. Yeah. Vegas is a dangerous place. Vegas for me. is. I awesome. should not go to Vegas. No, I will never come back. I always said one day when I actually am able to do it. And it doesn't matter. I don't have a job to go to. Don't have any responsibilities. I want to get a one-way flight to Vegas, and I want to gamble my way out. <laughs> <laughs> that is like that's like seriously a goal that's of a mine. Cool goal, yeah. That was a goal of mine. Better do that before you get a family. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Because then if you're screwed, then you're just like, all right, like it's I'll work at you. Yeah. Panera for a week or something to get a f- money to get a flight back. Like like seriously, like all the money that I have. And then gamble my way. No, out. no, 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 <laughs> not, not that. You probably should have some money set away. And no, then but that gives you, you still... an excuse that you can leave. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, okay. oh, guess I gotta leave. Let's dip into the savings. No, I guess gamble if you're it. gonna do that, do that now. You don't want to wait till you're like 30 <laughs> and have like a bunch of money saved up. The mortgage is gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben says, can't wait for the Bears to draft an injury-prone wide receiver. Hey, listen, <laughs> I understand your frustration. Who was the guy out of um, um, West Virginia? Kevin White. That, yes, so yeah. I, I actually thought Kevin White was going to be pretty good, so I apologize, Ben. That's actually a tough way to go out. I'm trying to think. Allen Robinson kind of flamed out once he got to Chicago. <laughs> Who was that? They had a good receiver last year. I, I can't even remember. 
Yeah, I didn't watch too much of the, the Bears. I think the Bears, I'd have to go back and double check. I don't think they've ever had a, a quarterback pass for over 4,000 yards. Are you serious? I don't. Th- I believe they're the only team. Trubisky in the NFL. was a Pro Bowler. He probably did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Trubisky was a Pro Bowler. Look it up. So is Trevor Simeon. Yeah. We need to put respect on Trevor Simeon's name. Trevor Simeon, the Pro Bowl alternate, because none of the other quarterbacks, like nobody hey, else, wanted to go Pro there. Pro Bowl's a Pro Bowl. Yeah, I Bears, suppose. Four thousand yard passer. Let's look this up. Yeah, see if they've the ever. Bears had one. have never had a four thousand yard passer during the sixteen game era. That dates back 42 oh. yards to 1978. Eric Kramer was the closest. Uh, he completed 315 of 522 passes for 3,838 yards in 1995. Ben, does Eric Kramer ring a bell to you? Because I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I've heard of Eric Kramer. Where do you go to school? Brev guys, is he a point? Jeffries was a decent wide receiver. We just looked at that. Alshon Jeffrey was pretty good. Alshon Jeffrey was a good for, for a year well, or two when he was the Eagles when he yeah. was playing with what he Chip wasn't Kelly? great with the Bears he was all right not probably not worth the first round pick altogether yeah probably not uh, who's the worst at draft I was looking at the 2012 Cleveland Browns draft they had two the Cleveland Bounds, first Browns round are by yeah. far the worst oh, of drafting yeah. players it's uh, not even close they had the two Lions first round there. draft picks in 2012 and they came away with Trent Richardson at three and Brandon <laughs> Whedon at like 18 <laughs> no. that's a that's like one of the worst that's first round drafts of all time and there was a year before that they took a cornerback I can't remember what his name was they took a cornerback who was really really bad and then they took Corey Coleman a few years back too I actually thought Corey Coleman was going to be pretty good yeah he played with uh, RG3 if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thomas and Lincoln says, can't wait for another mediocre quarterback from Carolina. Hey, <sighs> put some respect on Jimmy Clausen's name. And Jimmy Clausen. We're no. big Jimmy Clausen guys. We are big the, Jimmy Clausen guys. Cooler. So you watch yourself, Thomas and Lincoln. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who. Yeah, Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Did they draft Jake DeLome? <laughs> was Jake, yeah, didn't they? <laughs> I'm not sure he was there for well, a long Cam time. Cam Newton led him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he... Cam Newton's hard to talk about how great he has been because he was very great for a year. Okay, like pretty good for like three years and pretty much a disaster all the other years. Yeah. I'm trying to think, are they still rolling with Sam Darnold? Thomas, go ahead and answer that question. Are you still rolling with Sam Darnold? Because if that's the case, that is probably the definition of mediocre. He might actually be a little bit below mediocre, unfortunately. Didn't you see their their offensive coordinator announced last week that they're going with Sam Darnold? He, and he, so they decided that. Like officially. he wasn't supposed to say that, and so he said that. And then he, like, two minutes later, he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that." Philip Walker is actually our starter. <laughs> not much better. Uh, you guys should take Sam Howell, Ben. I think Sam yeah, Howell's, Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell is going to be the. We're best also big in this draft. Sam Howell guys. <laughs> so we do believe. In we do Sam believe. Howell. We believe in Sam Howell. Uh, Thomas Alinga says yes right now. Sadly, but okay. What's your alternative? I mean, you're not going to reach up for a quarterback in this draft. My that's what my question here is is somebody should somebody trade for Baker Mayfield? I mean w- instead of taking a risk on a rookie quarterback, you know Baker's not going to get the biggest deal. He's he's a stopgap quarterback. I understand he doesn't have the upside or the hope I suppose of one of these rookie quarterbacks, but this is not the year to be reaching on a quarterback. Take Baker take a flyer on Baker Mayfield. He's got as much promise as any of these guys. The only do. problem that I have with doing something like that is are the Panthers really in a position to win right now? Because if you're not in a position to win right now, just tank and wait until next year and take one of these take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Yeah. I mean, at this point, that's kind of what you're focusing on if you're gonna suck anyways. But if you're a team that's kind of on the fringe, I mean the NFC not great this year, so if you're a fringe team on the playoffs, yeah, maybe. Well, that's the same question you have for somebody trading for Debo, Debo Samuel is, is do you want, like, if you're uh, the Jets, which I've heard maybe interested in Debo Samuel or top of the list or whatever, 
What does that do for you? What is it? Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. It makes you significantly better than your three-win team. You might get six or seven wins, but that doesn't do anything. Old, you know. Would you rather have a first-round pick that you can, you know, mold into something? I mean, Debo's still pretty young, but you're not the the. I guess the upside, the 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 best part about your draft pick is you get him on a rookie contract. If you're trading a draft pick for Debo's contract, he's going to be one of the highest-paid wide receivers in the league. And but at the same time, you know he's going to be pretty darn good. You have to give up a first, maybe right. two. Oh yeah, definitely a first. But the problem, and we've talked about this extensively, Bach. Until you figure out the quarterback position, it doesn't really much matter. Yeah. I mean, again, I'd say this time and time again. My perfect example: the days of Joe Flacco winning a Super Bowl are probably over. I cannot see a quarterback that is mediocre. When's the last time a mediocre quarterback won the Super Bowl? Well, one one is hard, but Jimmy G was right there the last couple of years, and he didn't win. And that's well, it. yeah. And Jimmy G was ultimately their demise in probably both situations last season and the year before that when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think I'm sure you'll see a, a mediocre quarterback win one again one day. I mean, yes, eventually, but it's it's been a while. I would say Joe Flacco was probably the last. Joe Flacco was on an absolute tear that postseason. And he too. was, and that's like the thing, Nick Foles and Eli, was and when Eli he Manning. I, yeah. it, and that's the thing is, you're talking about Joe Flacco and Eli Manning, both fringe Hall of Fame guys. So uh, take take the word "quote unquote" mediocre as you will, because those guys they weren't elite, but they were pretty good during their prime. Ben says Broncos Peyton Manning was pretty milky, mediocre. Broncos Peyton Manning the Super Bowl year was bad. <sighs> That's just such a. That's a good argument to have, but at the same, it's, it's still Peyton Manning. So yeah, I know he's a shell of what he was, but it's still a top three quarterback to ever play the game of football. Yeah, but so. we just went through. I mean, Nick Foles. You can you can get you can catch a heater. Somebody can. I guess Nick, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a good example. Nick Foles also had one of the greatest playoffs of all time. Yeah, no, so that's why. I you mean, have to have a situation like that. Happen. Jalen Hurts did stand out, stick out like a sore thumb in the playoffs last year. Like everybody's like, oh, this is an NFL playoff quarterback. Jalen Hurts was like, oh, he's not ready to leave. Yeah, the team. he's not ready yet. Uh, let's take a quick break here on the ticket water cool. We'll round things out here on NFL Draft Day. Happy NFL Draft Day from us here at the ticket. We'll be right back.